I'm so excited to be here with you for Challenge Online. And welcome to the world headquarters of Christian Challenge CSUC. And I'm actually also known as Owen and Evelyn, Evelyn's Bedroom. And so I'm super excited that we still get to gather together and we still get to, I have a message that I feel like God has given me to share with you that is perfect for this time. It's called Unshakable Peace. And it is something that God can give each one of us. I'm praying he will give each one of us that. So join me in praying. I know praying over this kind of platform can be hard, but really pray in your own heart. Ask God to give you what he needs to give you through this message, through his word, and to use this time. So let me join me in praying. God, I know you can go beyond technology. You are with each one of us personally. So Lord, I pray that your spirit would guide this. You would, you would help every aspect of this night to honor and glorify you. And then I pray for the people, every person watching this, that you would speak to our hearts and help us draw us closer to you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So I'm going to be talking about inner peace. <laughs> How to experience inner peace. Every religion in the history of humanity all promises inner peace. And when I, th when I think about inner peace, sometimes that sounds kind of mystical. And uh, the first thing I think of, honestly, is uh, Kung Fu Panda 2, the great literary classic. Poe, the, the uh, panda, he's trying to find this inner peace and tranquility. And I personally love the movie. But at the end, he finally, something clicks. And he's able to sling cannonballs and destroy evil ducks and stuff like that. That's not what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about like Doctor Strange, like where you can connect with some metaphysical other dimension where you can manipulate matter and things like that. No, what I'm talking about is a real lasting peace that only God can give you. Right now, there's so many unknowns in our lives. There's, we don't know when... We're going to get to go back to school. We don't know when we're going to get out of this quarantine. But I came across this quote by Corey Ten Boom. It says, Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. Jesus is the only one that will provide real, lasting, unshakable peace. Jesus promises his followers unshakable peace. In John 16, he says, I've told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I love this passage, and I love the context of this verse. He says, I have told you these things. What things is he talking about? Read John 16, and in that he's talking about the Holy Spirit that comes into our lives to give us the peace and the comfort and the power to live above our circumstances. In John 16, 13, he says, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit wants to flood your heart with peace and joy. He wants to give you that peace, and he can give it to you right now if you seek him. So Philippians 4, 4 through 6, has two secrets. It actually has a few more, but I had to trim it down a little bit for you all. Um, the first one is remember the gospel. Remember the gospel. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Philippians 4, 4 and 5. This letter 
was actually written by the Apostle Paul to the Philippians while Paul was in prison. And the Philippians were facing some of the worst persecution you can imagine. And But he's saying, rejoice in the Lord always. Notice he said, rejoice in the Lord, not rejoice in your circumstances. Because really, they had nothing to rejoice about from an earthly standpoint. But they had everything to rejoice in because of the gospel. Because of what the Lord had done, rescuing them from their sins, redeeming them. This is beyond just counting your blessings. This is about the ultimate blessing, which is knowing God, experiencing God, and His life change in your life. We can always have something to rejoice in because Jesus is the greatest thing in the world. Sometimes it takes Christ being all we have for us to realize He's all we need. Right now, we're in quarantine and we're, we don't have our normal flow of life. We don't get to see our friends in person, but we're going to do that through Zoom and we're going to continue to do that. But a lot of it is taken away. And I, I see this as an opportunity for us to go deeper in our relationship with Christ. We always have something to rejoice about because of what Jesus did. Jesus died on the cross in your place for your sins. He took the wrath that you deserved. He took all of the wrath of God on himself. And now he wants to change our lives and to change our hearts. And he's given us eternal life. And the amazing thing about eternal life, the way I would summarize that, the, my most simple definition of eternal life is knowing God. You can know God starting now. If you're not a follower of Christ and you're watching this video, you can know God tonight. And that is eternal life. Eternal life starts now. The moment you come into God's family and you become born again and you get renewed, your life and your heart is changed. Notice it says the Lord is near at the end of this phrase in, in Philippians 4, 4 through 5. The Lord is near. That's our hope, is that one day, all this, there will be no diseases, there will be no viruses, there will be no anxiety, there will be no fear, and we will get to be with Jesus forever in heaven. If you're a follower of Christ, you will be with him forever. If you're not a follower of Christ, then I want to challenge you, give your life to Christ. Then what better time than to come to Christ than now? One of my favorite passages is Romans 5, 1-5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we, also, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Can I get a virtual amen? Someone comment if you're on Facebook Live. If you're in your house, shout an amen. Okay, you see, because peace is not a state of mind, it is a state of being. When you have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, you can have peace in every other area of life. You can, you can be truly at peace. If you're not a Christian, you can become a Christian, and you can have peace with God, and I promise you, you will have peace in life. If you are a follower of Christ and you're struggling with anxiety, you're struggling with fear, 
maybe there is something that you're not 100% surrendered to God, to Christ right now. Maybe there's some sin that you need to confess to God. And maybe that sin is pride. Maybe that sin is even fear or worry. Maybe that's your sin that you need to confess. And I, I have to confess this often, is I struggle with this. This is a daily battle for me. But I want to say to you, the battle for peace is a daily battle, but it's a battle that you can win. And I've discovered this also. Only absolute surrender will give you unshakable peace. It has to be everything. You have to give your whole heart to following Christ. You can't halfway experience God's peace. It's all or nothing. But when you realize that in Christ, you have nothing to lose and nothing to prove, you can be free. When you surrender your whole heart to following Him, you can be free from what's holding you back, free from the anxiety, free from the fear, free, free from all the what-ifs, because you know who holds you in His hand, and that's God. You can actually be a dead man walking, is what I try to say. It's like you really don't care about the results. Everything is taken care of for you. You're a dead man walking. You have nothing to lose and nothing to prove. Luke 9, 23-24 If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For, who, for whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. So when I'm getting anxious, that is a sign that I need to get with God. I need to pray to God. And I need to, often I need to repent of my fear, repent of my anxiety. And then I need to preach the gospel to myself. I need to remind myself that God is, will completely forgive me. That God is for me. And that's what I want to say to you. God will forgive your sin. If you have been struggling with temptation, even during this quarantine, God wants to forgive that sin. If you've been struggling with fear, He is for you. He is with you. Confess your sin to God. Preach the gospel to yourself. Rejoice in the Lord always. It's amazing what God can do. Literally hundreds and hundreds of times in my life, I've been weighed, anxiety is actually a big problem for me. And I've been weighed down with anxiety, I've been weighed down with fear, and I've spent some time confessing my sin, asking, reminding myself of who God is and His character. And it's amazing. I come out of that prayer time where nothing has changed about my circumstances, but everything has changed about my heart and my mind. I come out free. It's like a, a weight has just been lifted off of me. So that kind of leads me to my next thing, is prioritize prayer. We, want, we need to prioritize prayer. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. So how do you know if it's time to pray? If you worry. I've said this before, but worry is a bat signal that it's time to pray. If it's important enough to worry about, it's important enough to pray about. Nothing will give you peace like spending time in the presence of God. That is the answer. It sounds so sim simplistic and simple, but honestly, that's what it takes. And then it says, we need to pray in every situation. So nothing is too big, like this virus. Nothing is too small, like your insecurities. 
Nothing is too big or too small for you to lift up to the God that cares about you deeply. And then it says, By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So petition is basically a fancy word for saying ask, asking for things. But then it says, with thanksgiving. And thanksgiving is so key because it honors God for the blessings that he has given you, but it also enables you, it changes your heart. It changes your, your perspective on the whole situation. It, and it gives you that peace back. And then it's, what does it say? It says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is amazing. And it's also real. God promises to give you his peace. I've seen Christians go through the worst situations imaginable but have unshakable peace. How do I know? How do, how, do, how do you do this? How do you explain this? I don't know. I, it's, it's like, it transcends understanding. Okay? It's, it's something that's beyond, I, could, I wish I could explain it to you, exactly how it works, but it says in that passage, the peace of God, which transcends understanding. I've been in some really stressful situations, but because when I apply this passage, God's peace gives me this transcendent peace that is above and beyond your circumstances. So what if the reason you're not experiencing the unshakable peace I'm talking about is that you're not really prioritizing prayer in your life? A lack of, pe a lack of peace will probably mean that you have a lack of prayer. It's as simple as that. Nothing solves your problems like the presence of God. Most of us walk through life with the weight of the world on our shoulders. Have any of you guys been backpacking before? I want to see that hand. I see that hand. No, I don't. But, man, have you ever been backpacking? Okay, you want to, the goal of backpacking is have, have as little as possible in your backpack. But worry and fear and anxiety is like putting bricks in your backpack. It's trying to go on a long journey with bricks in your back. And 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. You were never meant to wear the weight of the world. You were meant to be free. There's a hero of mine named Bill Bright, and he led one of the biggest missions organizations in the world, and often crazy stuff would go down, like thousands of dollars would be lost, people's jobs were on the line, and he would have these legit problems. And he would come to God saying, God, you have a problem. He said, God, you have a problem. Not, God, I have a problem. Because when you're fully surrendered to God, all your problems actually become God's problems. Because we are just servants of Christ. And so we have nothing to lose and nothing to prove. And I love that perspective. Because if you're simply a servant, God has got this. God has got this whole thing under control. Unshakable peace is not only possible, it is promised. And if you practice these principles of reflecting, reminding yourself of the gospel, and prioritizing prayer, take all your burdens to him first, he will give you this peace. In the book, Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret, they said, Hudson Taylor had many secrets, for he was always going on with God, yet there were but one, the simple, profound secret of drawing from every need, temporal or spiritual, upon the fathomless wealth of Christ. 
And ever since the virus hit, I've just been buzzing. My mind has been buzzing and going a million miles an hour for how we can love you, how we can serve you, and how we can make the most of this opportunity for the gospel. And honestly, I have been struggling with stress. And I just, it's just been, I have all these ideas, innovative ideas. I, I'm the kind of guy that loves to solve the problem. But man, I just was going, going, going. And all of a sudden this verse flashed in my mind. Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. And in that moment, it was as if God said, I got this. Paul, you don't have to make sure my mission goes forward. Yes, he, he's glad for, God's glad for me to be serving him and, and being diligent and trying to love people and message everyone and Zoom with everybody. But he's got it. I will be exalted. God says, I will be exalted and I, my glory will go out to the ends of the earth. So I don't have to wear that weight on my shoulders. I can be free to serve out of, out of the abundance. I can sleep at night knowing that God is on the throne, that I don't have to figure things out. I can, I can be comfortable with the unknown because God, I know the one who knows everything. The sovereignty of God is the pillow upon which the child of God rests his head at night, giving him perfect peace. If you are a follower of Christ, you are a child of God. He will take care of you. He promises to take care of you. If you are not a follower of Christ, I want to invite you to return from your sin and trust in Christ. Jesus died for you. He loves you. He wants a relationship with you. And you can become a Christian tonight. So my advice is remember the gospel. Rejoice in the gospel and prioritize prayer. And my last challenge to you is use this time of relative isolation to seek God, to really grow deeper in your prayer life and go learn the truths and learn how to experience unshakable peace that goes beyond your circumstances. Jeremiah 29, 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Please don't waste this opportunity. Use it as an opportunity to go deep. I want to challenge some of you to maybe pray for 30 minutes a day. Maybe some of you can pray for an hour a day. I know I'm going to be making some goals of how I can be intentional to grow deeper in my relationship with God. Join me in praying. God, thank you so much for your grace. Thank you for this truth that you are with us, that we can rely on you, that we can depend on you, God. I pray that each one of us would apply these, these principles, that we would remember that you are on the throne, that you love us, that we would rejoice in the gospel. And then, Lord, I pray that we would pray. We would be people that pray, that not just when we worry, but we, we would take all of our burdens, we'd cast all our burdens on you, and you'd take all the, everything that's weighing us down, everything that's holding us back, and we would we'd just say, Lord, we're yours. We give our whole hearts to you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to encourage you right now, like we do every, every week at Challenge, is we fill out a communication card. And we actually have a virtual communication card for you to fill out on the website, right below the video. And if you're on Facebook Live, 
um, we're going to post a little video, uh, a link, a little link right there, and you can go in and you can get your communication card and you can fill out. Let, let me know what your top takeaway is and then of course we want to be praying for you. We're going to pray over every single one of these prayer requests. So please let us know what was your top takeaway and how we can be praying for you. Thanks guys. Thank you.